yo, welcome to another episode of This and That. I'm your host, Mr. 357, and my guest today. Introduce yourself, sir. Nightmare Big B, a.k.a. the King of New York champion. Yikes. King of New York champ. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to hear first. Just came so off the victory, man, off for uh... Over Sarge, man. Haven't had uh, enough time to process it. I mean, it only happened yesterday. It doesn't seem real. Right. And it's like it's like a second match in, and you're already... You hold the biggest title in that show. Because that show, basically, Fight Club, for those who don't know, is your Fight Club King of New York champ. Underground fight pit, New York City. This man holds the throne. God damn so what? yeah, I was gonna ask you, right? Um, you're not new to this EFED shit, so you basically you know what you're doing over here with all this. So how does it feel being a part of a new brand that's actually a it's a well-known brand because it's pretty much being followed. Shout out to A Dot Jizzle with a hundred thousand subscribers. We hit a hundred thousand views. Something like that. So, welcome to the show, brother. Welcome to GW. GKW, GW, same umbrella. Uh, no, I just love the show, man. It's just, uh, it's very fun to work with uh, different people that got the same mindset and the same vision as you. You know, it's crazy to think that six years ago when I started this, like, I started wrestling or E-Fed wrestling, whatever, and I created my call for the first time. It was like, you know, I didn't know where I wanted to go with this necessarily. Uh, who I wanted to wrestle, who I wanted to fight, or how big I was going to get. This uh, is like, like real, like, like if you was a real wrestler type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like what we do for those listening, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This, you know how it is, man. This, you said you've been doing it for six years. So it's basically you living your life as a, as a superstar. And you're a superstar in a, in, a, in a certain brand, so let's hear let's hear how you started six years ago to the person you are now with your creation, sure. which is that, that which is you. You know what I'm saying? Because you created this, and this is you. So, I mean, how does it feel six years ago to now? Feels good, honestly, man. I'm I've fought the biggest names in the sport. Uh, I started my career, you know, unlike everybody else, you know, where other guys were fighting and I watched and studied other guys too. Um, they sat there and they fought rookie after rookie after rookie. And I always looked at it when I was uh, my first year of fighting of like, and, and even now, six years into the business is like, how could I outdo myself? What's the next biggest thing I can do? What's the next thing I can draw myself to what's the next biggest thing that'll get eyeballs on me at the end of the day. Um, You know, it was me fighting world champions in the WWE. It was then me fighting Jay North for over three years, and that was the most overviewed in professional wrestling. To then me coming and joining these other brands, some of them which I won't mention, uh, because, again, for respect to GEW and GKW and respect to the promoters, there, I don't want to get into that too much. Um, no, nah, man, but it, it's just like uh, we're kind of a representation of me, man. I was always a fighter growing up. I mean, even now, I'm a fighter still. 
I don't quit. I'm relentless. I push forward. I move forward. I take challenges head on. And, you know, I fulfilled on every promise in this business that I've made. Um, I said I'd be the biggest in every promotion I've been in. And every promotion I've been in, half the roster knows who I am. They know what I'm about. And I'm excited to get to work. I continue working. That's awesome. That's, awesome. that's, that's what we want. That's what we're looking for. So you're trying to be the best, basically, in you are going to be the best because that's what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't got that mindset, then why are you doing it, right? Yeah, I mean, we're all in this business to either be the most uh, popular wrestler on the roster or be a world champion. You know, there's two kind of, um, two very different mindsets there. Is you can either sit here and you could talk about fighting people, you could talk about, hey, I want to be the world champion, but correct, you, you need to have the mindset of, I need to be the world champion. This is all I wanted. And, and I'm hungry, man. Like, that's when kind of the whole nightmare character, kind of like a, a whole nightmare moniker originated. And why I started calling myself that. It's because I think, like, a, um, you know, we have all these, like, demons from hell. We have a demon, uh, demon king who went from originally demon king to demon X. We have the phantom. We have the nightmare. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. these hell kind of horror characters are kind of people that are pushed forward and go to relentless lengths that... We'll keep pushing forward, keep moving forward, under pressure. Uh, they don't care. Like, and I train increasingly. I train immensely hard for my matches, and I overlook no opponent. So, never overlook your opponent. That's fire, though, man. Because uh, you gotta like, like you, you sound like you have a lot of heart, and and you know what you want. And you're right because the way the way I push myself in the EFED as my character, I, bro, I'm telling you, I go in like I'm. I want to be the world champ. Like, I'm not... I don't want none of these other belts. I'll take the tag team belt. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're yeah. a tag team, that means you and your partner are the most dominant motherfuckers in the game. So, tag teams, are, that's that's a different... You know? Because tag team... How do you feel about tag team wrestling? Yeah, good. It's also realizing, too, I think as a singles guy, and again, tag team is so different uh, for this reason. It's because when you're in a tag team, right... You get Correct. like your performance in tag team wrestling, which is why it's been such an adjustment for me being from a singles guy to now a tag team guy and not a tag team guy kind of pondering in the tag team division a bit. Which is when you're a singles guy, your work, your training, your dedication, your promotion for the fight, it solely relies on you and you only. Right? It relies right. on you and your opponent to make that match happen. To get that's a right. contract signed, to get things done, and that kind of thing. When you're in a tag team, yeah. When you're in a tag team, you gotta constantly rely on your partner as well. I make sure that your partner is putting in 110. percent And I, I really thought about for years. And again, I was a, a guy that really overlooked the roster and any fed that I was in. Past companies that I was in, I would overlook my opponent. Um, I did that a little bit in the last company before this that I was in. I kind of overlooked some people, but. It's really to survive in this business, and I said this to uh, Demon X, is really number one, studying your opponent, knowing your opponent, but being versatile and not overlooking anybody. Uh, even if it's the smallest guy on the roster, you know, I treat everybody as the world champion. Is that if I'm fighting for the biggest title in that promotion, that's how I treat it. Even if you're the smallest, weakest dude, I still train for you like you're the world champ, and I'm here to take you out. You, you can't, you can't underestimate somebody because. Sometimes I look at people and I'm like, you crazy? This guy 
like this is the, this is who wants to fight and then fuck around that person just gives you the hands you know what i mean and you're like all right let me chill yeah, out a little exactly. bit. and i took it some tough tough losses in my career like incredibly tough losses losses i thought i had the match in the bag um times where the guy the the, the guy i was fighting didn't put up much promotion on his end so i was like oh well he's not putting anything forth like i got this in the bag you know what i mean i was a rookie i was a rookie so we were all kind of like disrespectful little douchebags in the sense that we always made mistakes we always thought we were the best we always thought you know we had our first match and we already thought we were a world champion so i've had that in my career and it's again, learning from your mistakes and realizing that hey this is what i've done in the past this is what i need to fix and this is what i can be better on in matches and preparation hey, hey because you tell you the truth like i started a little different like i always knew i wanted to be the world champ but when when i got into this like i started i'm only i'm still you could say a rookie because bro i've only been in it for what one year two two years mm-hmm. so you know what i mean like but i've been cooking and in these two years i haven't held no world title in this brand in this in this company but you're also like i was a part of i know the other efed which we're not going to mention that we were both part of that you mentioned earlier I was actually a part of them. I'm, I'm still, I am part of them in a way. You know, I'm still on the contract. Um, but you're, you're right. You get what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you, you know what you're saying. Like, you gotta, you know what you gotta do? You gotta keep that mindset where, like, I know I'm gonna be the world champ, but I know my place. You get what I'm saying? Because when I started, they always booked me in matches like Chambers and, um, mm-hmm. like, fucking fatal fours or fucking six man fucking battle royals and shit like that and i'm like yo when i'm gonna get some like you know like uh, when i'm gonna get my shot you get what i mean that's what you're really looking for you want a shot like you don't the mind me. that drive be successful yeah. in this business if you don't want it that's fine and i think with what makes us so special than the other brands and the other effects out there is that we just do it different over here like we have guys that we have we have guys that are jacks of all trades. We have powerhouses. We have guys that aren't good at promos uh, and just are very good in the ring and very successful at what they do. We have guys that are very successful at promos, maybe not very as successful in the ring. Yeah. And then we have guys that do both, and it's kind of like, you know, okay, well, and, and it's kind of too. What this teaches you about your game is it, it is it allows you to understand where you're going wrong exactly. Like I told, let's just name the two guys in the roster, even though I said I wasn't going to talk about them anymore. Uh, GD and 787. Like, I told them, like, y'all have so much potential, and in my opinion, y'all are wasting it. But I'll be honest with you, GD's good. Like, I'm not not taking that away for 787, but GD, GD's like, he's he's a tough motherfucker, I'm going to tell you that, so... Absolutely, hundred percent. I I don't I put hands on them before, but in tag team matches, we we have a little storyline. We have a little story behind the little drama that we had. Um, but yeah, you know, you, like you said, you didn't want to bring it up, but fuck it, right? God, what about GD in '77? Let's hear it. I think with GD, I think he's good with promos, 
And I think his in-ring ability is good, but I don't think he follows through. Like, I don't know. I just think it's a lot of ducking going on from his end. And again, I'm done with that fight. That fight's kind of like out the window for me. Because the way I think of it is the only reason I fight people is that, number one, the press is going to be there. Number two, the publicity is going to be there. And number three, the guy that I'm fighting brings the same exact energy. And I don't want to fight somebody that, you know, you got to worry about, like, telling them, oh, you got to cut a promo. We got to have a, um, a build-up to our match today. Like, I want them to just know, like, hey, we need to go now. We got a, a match coming up, a big-time match for one of the biggest fights on the card. Like, you need to step it up. And it's the same thing with, I, you know, as much as I hate him, I'll give him props, Demon X. Um, you know, he matches my energy well. He cuts a lot of good promos, and I've seen seen his work, man. I think he's going to get called up soon. Like, I think he's on the radar to get called up to GEW. I think, you know, a couple more matches maybe, a couple more, like, dominant finishes, and I think then he, he's getting called up definitely. And it's the same thing, too, I said to, um, to Jay. Yeah, I was like... Before we get to Demon next, because I have a good point, they were saying there was a rumor that you were ducking him. Uh, what's, what's that about? So, the whole rumor about me ducking him, is I don't understand where that rumor came from. Uh, I mean, I get it, like, at the same time, because he went and automatically said, well, I'll call out the winner of Sergeant General and um, my match, right? So, I was, I was kind of like, I didn't see that comment come up because I was more focused on me beating Sergeant General because, dude, I was like, like RJ Bombshell was for his match against Sarge. I was nervous, dude. Like, I had a confident exterior, but like, inside I was like, I don't know if I can beat this dude. Like, but I'm, I'm going to put on a confident, brave face. I'm going to go in there humble and respectful because I don't have any beef with Sarge. You know what I mean? So... I kind of went in there and kind of like thinking like in the back of my mind I'm like I went from Demon X to sorry I'm like this is really possible it happened and then he all of a sudden said I challenged him to a fight he said no like I don't want to do it um yeah I beat you twice what sense is there for me fighting you again then automatically I get the title right and I win the belt uh the King of New York title and he goes and says oh well now I want winner now I want to fight you so it's just kind of like a double-edged sword where like you can't say when I had no title you didn't want to fight me anymore you beat me twice Whoa. yeah go ahead and now you're saying oh now I need to fight and now I want your championship which again doesn't make sense because in my mind too is I was on to other fights as well like I wanted um, his partner Manny Max because I thought that would have been a good story man Mags and I have been Brewing, you know, some stuff has been brewing with us in other companies. Uh, the last, the Fed where we, uh, the the company where we met, we didn't really get to have that that match that we wanted to have, and we talked about. And then I joined him, and then I joined you in other in other two promotions in GEW and GKW. And y'all were like, "Let's make the match happen." I was like, "Okay, cool." So, and the other thing too is like, I'm trying to. The other reason is too. I'm trying to do things different with the King of New York title. Like, I understand there's a whole call-out thing. I don't want to step on the idea of the promoter's toes, man. But here's the thing, right? With, with another thing, and I have an issue with the call-out, which I'm going to explain a little bit on, is yeah, if 
you you call me out with the the king of new york belt right and you call me out to fight and i'm just supposed to accept you know what i mean but you don't bring the same hype so then the promo for the match is kind of like like let's say it's 787 calls me out um to fight for the king of new york title you know i'm just supposed to accept right but then there's gonna be no back and forth no promotion no hype you know what I mean? Like, there's going to be no... It's going to be me cutting promo after promo after promo and him kind of just being like, eh. And then the match comes around and everybody's like, why are these two fighting? What's the story here? And that's why I like the uh, the number one contender idea with you and uh, with you and uh, Demon X. And also, I wanted to give you your respect because I promised you again, I remember a year ago uh, in another promotion, I promised you that we would run it back. Um, you know, we were on two different trajectories, career-wise and career paths at the time. We had two different mindsets, two different goals. I wound up getting fired from the other company. Then I wound up joining you. And now it's kind of looks like the stars all align again for me to... And I want to make sure... I wanted to make sure, like, you hooked me up with, with hiring me. I want to make sure you get your shot, man. And I'd love to fight you again. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really, like... Uh, like I'm not really much of the CEO or anything like that. I just I'm just basically recruiting tough motherfuckers to like come join and and fucking beat somebody's ass. And I'm gonna get out. To, I'm gonna get to you with that old King of New York thing, right? The whole King of New York thing is a uh, it's basically uh, a fighting pit, like a theater. We'll put it like in a theater. We'll put it in like a backyard or some shit. Yeah, it's straight. We're gonna fight, and you can either tap or you're gonna get knocked out. There's no pinfalls. This is not. This is like. Uh, hey, absolutely, I'm down for wrestling shit. You get what I'm saying? Like the ref is there just to make sure to put a stop to the fight because yo, this is Fight Club. So the King of New York title is like I'm the toughest motherfucker here. I'm the king here. This is New York City. This is an underground pit. I'm the king. I got this belt. Who, who wants it next? That's the whole idea of it. That's why that fight, that belt never gets defended in triple threats or anything like that. That belt has to be straight up one on one. Like if you're tough to take the beat to be the king of New York, then come and knock me out or make me tap. You get what I'm saying? That's the whole. Exactly, and that's what I want. That kind of like that whole idea with the belt kind of fits into my style. Is hey, you you want to stop me? You're either gonna have to come knock me out clean. You're gonna have to beat me with a clean shot. And I think I've only been knocked out in my six-year career. I think I've only been knocked out once in, in my entire career. And I've only been dropped once, so. Well, and another thing, too, to save to save your legacy about the knockout thing, we could uh, also do tables matches. You get what I'm saying? Or, like, uh, I don't know, like, something brutal. Like, I don't know. If, well, let's see. If Hell in the Cell allows you to do like KOs and submissions only type shit because you might be able to get knocked out once they throw you off a cage or some shit no I honestly don't know about that yeah I don't I don't you'd have to check on that like I know I think yeah like if you did like a lot I I don't know about tables matches I know if you go to the table that counts as like a knockout correct Uh, I don't know with uh, cage matches though like what well, it that's a good question like would it count as a table if we put it as a tables match that's what i'm saying too like you know how they get thrown off the cage and you fall to the table would that count as a 
it's a, you know, it's a point. Yeah, I, I really don't. Whatever. I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't know. That's a good question. We'd have to try that out on like a test run. We'd have to give it a test run on that. Yeah. And then see what, what happens with that. Excuse me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so what other questions you got? Of course, man. That's what I was answering yours about the Fight Club shit. The other thing oh, I was going to tell you was, um, how do you feel about GKW and the whole GKW movement, knowing that you're in a developmental kind of promotion to get into the real main roster brand of the, I mean, the main roster of the brand. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. how, does the, how does the GKW movement, the developmental shit stage and all that shit go for you? Because technically, you you beaten a GEW man, and you had taken the title off of them too. So let's let's talk about it. How do you feel about that GKW and knowing that GKW is making you still a part of the GEW brand? It's just you got to prove yourself in GKW first before you can fight somebody for real, for real in a GEW with pinfalls and. You're in the biggest show, pretty much. So, go ahead. How do you feel about that? That's the question. So, with GKW, I think it's definitely a developmental brand, but I think it's definitely going to shift in the next couple of years from looked at as just a developmental uh, brand for guys to work on their craft. And then I think it's going to shift to being a mainstay brand. And, like, again, us having the first ever GKW pay-per-view, like, that's just the... Um, for all the guys that was on it and girls that were on that pay-per-view in that card... You know, y'all were a part of history. Like, let, let, let's let that sink in. I know there are a couple of GKW guys watching. You know, let's, right. let that, let's let that sink in. Is Y'all were a part of history. Like, that was the first ever card. Like, that proves... Yep. That proves for the first ever pay-per-view. Like, hey, we're a legit brand. Like, we're not just some... And I think that's kind of like... The start of GKW kind of being its own kind of brand. Or like an alternative, I should say. So like GEW was like it's gonna get major like clout oh. behind it. It's gonna get major views behind it. It's gonna get yeah. money that's gonna be behind it and invested in it. There's people who are gonna look at GKW in the next few years and look at the talent that we got and be like, damn, like it's good. So I definitely think it's a good place to work. Um and I definitely think it's a great thing to do. Management wise, personally, I think it could be better as far as making sure that everyone is involved and everyone is included because I know there were some people on that pay-per-view or some people that weren't on the card that were promised spots that were pissed um, that they weren't promised a spot, you know, and I can advocate for that. And this is no disrespect to Zay. Like, he does a phenomenal job with GKW. did a great job with the first ever pay-per-view. It just, in the back of my mind, the way I'm thinking about it is, you know, you want... GKW to be the the brand for GEW guys to make their mark and to make their presence known and now kind of developing into your own brand and it just kind of I don't know it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way when it was like yeah go ahead. not having stories match you know I don't again I don't want to it just sounds like I'm dissing today which I'm not but I'm just speaking the truth like at the end of the day we talked about it and I wanted to be on that card because that would have been something I could tell everybody in, in the company is, look at me, I'm on that card, I set the trajectory, right. the plan mark, and every guy and girl that was on that, whether you won, 
lost a match or you drew in a match, whatever, you still won at the end of the day. Like, because you could say, I was on the first ever GKW pay-per-view in history. And I think within the next couple of years, it's going to be its own brand. But yeah, definitely a great place to work. And I'm looking to see what I can do more of. I mean, there's definitely a couple guys I got my eye on. And I think there's a couple fights right now for me that make sense. So we're just going to... I'm, I've been celebrating for the last couple of days my uh, big win over Sarge. I'm going to get back in training camp, and then we're going to see what options look good, and so I guess general. from there. I can't believe that, man. Like, you came in and fucking <laughs> you beat the general. You whooped his ass, basically. So, Dude, I was shocked myself because I watched the man. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, I appreciate that. I was watching the first half of the match, and I was getting beaten up. I was getting beaten up. I was getting. I'm like, damn, I don't know if I'm gonna win this because like I'm getting dominated. I'm having very, very little offense. Like I, I, I gotta like push a little bit, push back, push back, and get on the defensive a little bit and fight back because otherwise I'm losing this match if I don't fight. Sure enough, I get that second win to me. I'm in the ring. I'm getting beat up. I'm getting hit from all angles, and I'm like. Shit. This dude is no joke, man. Like, I, if I don't pick up the pace a little bit, I don't match his pace. Yeah, I lose, and I, and I noticed that in when I was in training camp, that was something I would work on. Is like because I saw, I watched a lot of tape on Sarge, and I saw when uh, even I, I studied mainly the RJ bombshell match with Sarge in general because I saw when RJ picked up the pace, Sarge wasn't able to keep up. So, for, from what you've seen so far, to to rebound off that. But what you've seen so far, what do you think of you think of the what do you think of the talent of GW right now from what you've seen? Because if you if you're over here beating the Sergeant General in Fight Club, then I'm pretty sure you caught attention from the GW stars. And you do know that RJ Bombshell busted his ass in GKW, right? Absolutely. He, and I do I, I respect that man the hell that he's gone through. I've watched yeah. You know, I've been here for a little while, but like I've seen, uh, you know, behind the scenes and and uh, on camera and on YouTube, I, like I've seen the amount of crap that he's gone through, and I appreciate that man's hustle because again, there are very few people in this business that are like him that will push through, that'll push forward. You know, again, it's it's like the, in real life, man, as well as our promotion, there are constantly people that want to complain, want to cry, want to moan about their spot on the roster yet they don't want to prove themselves at all. So in my mind, it's kind of like when I see somebody like RJ, I respect him because right. it, it's somebody that is willing to fight, willing to push the boundary and willing to move our company forward and put our company on the map. And I think that's what separates us from other companies is being able to be versatile and being able to have multiple guys that are into it, passionate about what they do, passionate about their show and passionate about their ideas. Plus, it's a, I, I think with this event in general, I think a lot of promoters get caught up in the whole make my company the biggest. Because I've been in this team for six years. I've been wrestling for six years, and I've seen some very dark promoters, uh, the dark side of some very big promoters in this space. And people do some nasty shit. Um, so when I came to GW and GKW and noticed, like, hey, there's no BS here. Yeah, no, they ain't doing none of that dirty shit behind the scenes and none of that. The thing with GW and GKW is that um, 
like you know GKW is developmental obviously but like you said maybe the the booking and the managing could be better which I agree because you know you just gotta be you gotta be dedicated to this shit right 100% and if you're always again as a business and as an organization as a company there's always ways that you can improve whether it's coming down to management right down to the people you hire because again you only want people that are gonna in return as a management staff and from a, a, a wrestler standpoint because I've been both a promoter and a wrestler and I've been behind the scenes a little bit in other companies yeah, so, so you, I, pretty, you, I, I know I have like a works. sense you know how it works right yeah, I have a sense of what goes on. From a wrestler standpoint, we look in our management as confident, you know, fair, unbiased, and cleaning up, like making small mistakes, but then realizing and being able to clean them up. And then from a man, from a uh, you know, a management standpoint, from a hiring standpoint, you want to make sure that your talent is cleaned, groomed, you know, no, pretty much knows what they're doing in the ring and out the ring. And keeps it professional, whether it's uh, in the ring, backstage, behind the scenes, whatever. Absolutely. That that's um that's real because you you basically know the the way it works. So you you know full to this shit. You know when when you see something, when you see a bad product, when you see something not going away the way it's supposed to, then you know you know what to do. The thing with the thing with um <clears throat> with the whole. I guess with the whole promoting and booking people, it's like he's. I'm gonna run and get a charger real quick, but keep talking. Yeah, yeah, he's he's um he's new to this. You get what I'm saying? Like he's new to like being a host of a of a show, and you know, like obviously it's his first pay per view. You know what I mean? So I don't know. You you know you gotta do what you gotta do. So the thing is, he's a better wrestler than he is a a promoter. If you ask me. But he's, you know, he's great when he does his... When he's on point, he's on point. When he's not, then... Yes, you like, dude, come on, wake up. Sometimes you gotta give your... Gotta tell your boss, too, sometimes. Like, yo, slipping, boy. You know what I mean? But... Um... Other thing I was gonna ask is, like, uh... When you get back, because I know you're still looking for your charger or some shit. But I'll ask you as soon as you walk back to the mic. Shout out to Demon King out there, man. Shout out to Jay North. You're out there, too. Fucking Big B. Beat the general in a dot universe. In the GW universe, he beat Sergeant General. That man to go. You have the King of New York champion here now live. Yo, I'm sorry, I'm back. Yeah, good man, you could. I was asking, um, if you had to pick, like, you know, a couple of talents that you see in in a GKW right now, give me, give me at least top five. You have a top five, or maybe a top three. Maybe Ooh, I have, I have a you wanted to work with you know what I mean the most Ooh, you wanted to work with anybody obviously by the way you the way you speak but you know you gotta have certain people too that you've seen and you're like you know what I would like to 
work something out with that person, work something out with this person, you know? Um, you have you have any ideas also like like any ideas for your gimmick for your for what you're going out here doing and maybe like storylines that you want to like share? You know, we're all ears, bro. I'm, I'm, my listeners, they're ready to hear some shit too. Whatever you got, man. You know what I mean? So first, yeah, man. The storylines I'm all about. Um, kind of like letting them manifest on their own. Um, I guess with me and Demon X to kind of just Demon X something I got my eye on. I'm sure we're definitely gonna meet again. Like at the end for the two of us. Um, you know, him and I just kind of manifested the storyline the way that it was, but we didn't naturally. It kind of just flowed because you had two guys that just wanted to prove, okay, I'm here. I want to make a statement. This is my company, nobody else's. So. I got no ideas as of right now for storylines, but I know we have one brewing right now between me and Jay and then Mags and Demon King or Demon X. I'm sorry. Demon My mistake. X. I forgot who doesn't go by that anymore. Demon X is your current 100 grand champion, meaning every time, every day that goes by, that's $100,000 richer that man that man gets uh, that's respect for that man i mean gkw shout out to gkw for that that's a dope idea mate, i mean a hundred thousand dollars going in here i mean that kind of nice man i don't know baby imagine that right could there be a title for title i mean we'll see if he gets past you at the end of the day and the reason uh, i'll explain the reason behind why i did that as well there's another reason why i did that um yeah, no, oh, cool. but the thing the thing is with the with the fight club, you don't really gotta worry about it because well it's it's non canon. Fight club is basically what's up? You you tough? I know you, you fight in GKW, I heard about you, or I see you in GW. What's up? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. So that's what fight club is. So, you know, but I get what you're saying. But I got my eye definitely on um let's see. Got my eye on Manny Max. I think definitely there could be some magic there. Um, you know, we've El Chingan, El Chingan. We've we've planted the seeds here and there. Um, it's funny because the last time I did one of these, it was for Chingan, and I think when I started in the Loco company, Chingan. my better cut you off. Loco Chingan is actually nice too. That's his wife or right. him? I believe that's probably his wife, but. She gets busy in the rings, folks. So if you're watching, I've seen her. Like she's his wife is very she a fighter. Like she she's crazy. No, I'm kidding. But like she she's good in the ring. I like her. Um, she's good. Obviously not in another way. I don't want to cause problems between me and Manny. Of course, we know it's strictly professional. Yeah, he knows what it is. Shout I mean, I'm in, a, shout I'm, in a happy, I'm in a happy relationship too. So yeah. no worries on my end. For sure. Uh, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's um, with me and Mags. I'm uh, sorry, Chingon. I keep calling him by his real name. I think we can we can really make some magic there. I mean, we've played some season in the past. We we talked about it behind the scenes. You know, little uh, bits and spurts. Um, I think his and, and another storyline, another idea I had, which Demon X and I were working on some stuff, um, but. You know how I was wanting, I, I told you this, and I think I told, I think it was me, I told uh, Jay, because I wanted to bring this idea back, because uh, I thought it was a great idea, never got to see how it went, and see the full play out, 
um, was the corrupted gentleman. That was an idea that yeah, we had. Lots of corrupted gentlemen. So I heard. Of, I heard about this. Um, so Me, Jay, Trav, a little bit more about. You're talking about the general and how that the ones came to be and like how you guys thought about this whole thing. Because so you guys thought about this the corrupted gentleman. Let's get about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, we have it in another promotion. Promotion we met you. Um, so pretty much Jay and I had known each other for. I met him in another promotion called TCW. Uh, not to shout out another no, brand or anything, but uh, I, I met him through. I met him through Joker K- KYS, I think it is, or KS, right. something like that. And I had met Jay when I was a, a young rookie. I was in my like second or third year of wrestling. Um, it was really my first big fight. And we had worked together for years. We were enemies. And then now uh, we're friends, obviously. Um, we've worked together for a few years. So then Jay and I had the idea. Jay had come to me with an idea of like, what if we start our own faction? Like we saw all these other guys in the other promotion and started their own faction. There was a big of a time. It was a faction war. So we were like, okay, well, you know, we're two singles guys, but what can we do to make this team work? Like, obviously, because we're the great faction, right? You have Jay and I realized, like, and became friends because we're two people that think alike. We think the same. We act the same when it comes to the business. And Jay and I are, like, and I fucking respect the hell out of Jay North, man. And Phantom as well. Uh, You know, he's so versatile at what he does. So he came up to me with the idea of like, yo, we need to start this group. I think it can go off. I think it can take off with the right people in it. He's like, do you know anybody that, you know, he's like, are you down to do this? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'll pitch it up to the board. Uh, the board, like the management at the time approved and said we could do it. And then uh, I was, the time was me and Jay. And then we thought, okay, well, we have a couple of other friends from other promotions. Why don't we bring them in? Because then I give uh, the promotion we're in and we're focused on the main, uh, the most clout and the most uh, following you can get. Plus, we can bring our boys in. So now, you know, you don't ever want to be in a faction and it'd be like five or six strangers that don't know each other. Because then what's the point of being in the faction? Because, you know, you have Jay and I who are like, you know, pretty much identical. Uh, with the way we just do things guys, in general. Yeah, you guys have but a you similar have... that. I can't put my finger on it, but you guys do have like a resemblance when it comes to walking out from behind that curtain to in the ring action. Something similar that I've seen it. So you're absolutely right. Uh, like we see it. I'm pretty sure someone else seen it too. So we both realized too in, in, in a couple of years ago like we work the same in wrestling like we think the same we act the same like we're so identical I, I said to, to Jay one day I texted him and went like yeah like why are we why are we fighting like we're exactly the same person like our work ethic's the same our dedication to this business is the same our goal and our mindset is the same like why don't we just team up dude? because it, like I, I think I brought up the idea for the original it was originally supposed to be me and him Right, that's the original idea that I pitched to him. Um, was, you know, let's make a tag team. He went, I'm not a, I'm not a tag guy. You know, uh, you're not a really a tag guy. I'm not a tag guy. Like, what makes you think this tag team could work? Kind of way. Like, I'm not trying to make you sound like an ass. Right. But that's what he said to me. Um, and then I was like, well, I said we're two guys with the same vision, the same mindset. 
why don't we just show the people that we're about that and let it follow. So then we teamed on and off. And then years later with the corrupted gentleman, like a year ago, was when really we got our foot in the door and was like, okay, we're doing this for real. Yeah. Like, this is what we want, what we're doing for real. Um, Like, this is what we need to do because we're so alike, dude. Like, we think the same, we act the same, we walk and talk the same. People can't tell us apart. So then I got in another good creator of mine, uh, one of... Jay got a couple of his buddies in, which uh, his friends wound up showing up and then not really being about it. So they kind of, we kicked them ourselves because we were like, we want like like-minded people that were about it. Um, and we got, I was talking to Travis, uh, which is a good buddy of mine. I've talked, I've been with him for a couple of years on Twitch and I hit him up with this idea. Like, yo, Jay and I have this idea. We think your face painting kind of gimmick would work well. Um, you know, and then I hit up, we hit up, uh, Ziggy as well. I think you know a little bit about him. Um, Ziggy's a, a guy in wrestling that likes to have fun. Uh, and he loves to fight as well. But he's such a, he, he brings a different kind of, like, element to our group, which we thought was good. So it was me, who else? Me, Jay, Ziggy, Trav, and there was one other guy, I can't remember who it was at the moment. But then we started thinking, okay... Well, now we're in GEW, GKW. You know, we don't want to be different like we were before. I said to Jay, I said, why don't we bring back the Corrupted Gentleman? And he's like, why? And I'm like, dude, I said, we never got to try it out. I said, it was a great idea. I said, that you never got, we never got our, our foot in the door as far as that idea. Because I had gotten fired from the other company that we were in that we tried the idea in for something. And then the promoter took over my entire group. Uh, because I was, Jay and I were like co-leaders, so I was more active at the time. So I was kind of like the primary guy that was kind of leading the faction, uh, whatever. And then Jay got fired after that. He took over the group and then he fired, the promoter fired Jay North. Jay got fired. And our faction was left without a leader. And it was three guys that didn't have guidance. And again, you can't have three wrestlers that don't know guidance and discipline uh, and have their two leaders get fired because then it's we don't know what to do now. And it kind of was just like, the whole idea was dead because the three of them were all like, Ziggy, Trav, and all, they all came together and were like, oh, well, we don't want to do it without Big B. We don't want to do it without Jay North. Like, they, they, this was their idea. Like, we don't want to just fight off, steal off them, which I respect them for that. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know what it is too, man. Like, you know what we, it is too. Like, God. we were talking about this the other days because I actually know you behind the scenes, you know, stuff like that. But um, we were talking about this the other days. Like, some people just don't don't recognize the real talent. You get what I'm saying? Like, they um. They know these people have like you guys have potential. I'm gonna say like you know like if I'm in the third person, like they see that you guys have potential to do certain things and they don't like it. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like they're envious of of your like success, so they look at it like you know what? Fuck these guys. It's my shit. You know what I mean? It's my show. I, I run it. Whoever I want to fire, I fire them, and I do whatever the fuck I feel. So you know, and they right, but. That's not right. That's cheating talent. Out opportunities. Of opportunity. Absolutely. 
and then the other brand we know some certain promoter i don't even want to give him attention um i like i feel like we've thrown little shots at this promotion and i feel like we've haven't we don't want to name names because again we don't want to draw attention we don't want to cause trouble we want to let them do their own thing and us do our own thing but at the end of the day like it's hard not to mention like and i think with jay man it broke him like i know jay behind the scenes as well man and he's a he's a kid dude like yeah he's a kid like and he got broken by this dude like this was his one like breaded like jay obviously has other promotions that he's in but like this was his main yeah, bread and butter. He, he was loyal, he was loyal like, to, to me. Brand. I was pissed off, he but I forgot about the brand. And he gave it. He gave it more than a hundred percent. You know, he gave it pretty much everything. And the, the way they did him, because I know how it went. I, I know how it went down. And um, the way they did him, dirty man. That was. There's no excuse for that, man. Like this. There's no proper way to say, yo, oh well. I saw it in this kind of way, and I saw it like. Jay North did that, and nah, man, like you, you don't do that. To somebody, you do that. he's a one of the day ones too. So when you're day, when you're day one, and I think too with man, and you don't treat people like that, bro. Exactly, and I think with also too with uh, his own brother, his younger brother, uh, um, seeing through the BS, and I think they had issues after the, this was all said and done. Like, Jay's still very good friends with, uh, I, I mean, I'm just saying because he wasn't really involved in any of the decisions, but uh, Mythical Shaft, uh, A-Rich, the brother of the promoter who shall not be named. Uh, like, I was like, when I saw him, I know Jay's been working on this ECW project for a little while. He's told me and about it. It is like, ECW, want, I... it's not Extreme Championship Wrestling, just for those out there listening. This is a different ECW. You know, like him and A-Rich, dude, one of, like, he threw shots at you-know-who, and, like, his brother, his little brother didn't even stick up for him. He kind of went along with it and was like, yeah, but, like, that that hurts, dude. Like, imagine you're the promoter, right? Your little brother is working for the competition. The guy that you just fired hired your brother. Like that's a shot and a half right there. Like, yeah. Like Jay, dude. Like, and that hurt, man. Because imagine, and I want to ask the audience this question too: Is have y'all ever put your hard work and dedication into something, and then somebody tries to fuck it up, man? It's the worst goddamn feeling because you waste so many hours and so many, uh, um, so much time on this one particular thing, and then it only takes one person to fuck it all up, and then. It's done. It's over. You're screwed. Yeah, man. That goal you had, and then that vision you had, and that loyalty means nothing. Crumbles to dust. It's like, well, like you said too, man. When they do shit like that, that's it makes you feel like a certain way that it breaks you inside, man. Like you know, it's like I lost like the momentum and like I lost the like I say, like I lost the love. Dude, I know this is just a game, but it made me lose love for like all like of EFED wrestling and I took literally like months and months off like I had people asking me to do projects and shit with them and I was like I'm not feeling it like I'm sorry like mentally I'm, I'm emotionally like in my heart I'm just not in it anymore right now. yeah like I don't know if I'm gonna retire I don't know what I'm gonna do like right. like this might be it for Big B this might be the end like 
you know, because I had never been fired from a promotion before. It was like, yeah, I left. You know, it sucks. So what? Big what? Like people leave all the time. You see wrestlers in WWE and AEW. Half of their roster left WWE and right. works for them. The thing, the thing is with that too is like, you know, like when you, when you get like fired for something that you didn't really do or like something shitty where you're like, what? You get what I'm saying? Like, or or even for right. something that that you just probably stepped up and said, yo, I don't believe that you should be doing this, and they tell you. That's you what know. I said to him, dude, because we had a private chat. I had, um, I was working one day and I was in the roster chat and I was just sitting there, sitting there, right, sitting there. And I had gotten the warning the night before. They, they silenced me pretty much. I couldn't chat in the, in the Discord, wasn't allowed to do anything, wasn't allowed to even cut a promo, wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed. They're trying to silence me through everything. So, the promoter had texted me, yo, we made a decision, you're out. And I'm like, what? Like, are you, you, you're fucking with me. You can't be serious. Yeah. And they're like, you're out. You violated the terms. I'm like, dude, after all I fucking gave you, I gave you 110%. I went on the podcast. I did my media for the fucking brand. I promoted the shit out of all of you. I said, what a good fucking brand this is. This is different. This is going to take it's going to take off in a couple of months and now you're firing me for what and then like we gave you a warning and i don't remember what i said oh no i think i had cut a promo with some like i think i'd asked something about like a real maybe i'd gotten a little too real i guess and too edgy because the promoter didn't like obviously for the people that don't know the promoter who will not be named didn't like when you called him out to fights he didn't like it and you were a rookie you know what i mean so he had done me wrong, but obviously you can't get back at a person in real life, nor would I want to. So I said, I right, let's go. Let's fight in the game. Let's fight in that promotion. I want to match with you. Let's wrestle. Let's fight. Shut up and fight. Do you accept or not? And then I tried to bait him in a little bit like, oh, I'm a little, I'm a just a little rookie, you know? And I was like, I'm just a little rookie. Like, you should have no issue fighting me because again... I'm nobody, right? You say I'm nobody. But meanwhile, people give you a bad rep and talk shit about you all the time. And people say great things about me and my character and what I do. So people know us in this scene for different reasons. So which one of us is lying here? And it was him, uh, a couple of other people. I think it was Cherokee. I don't know if... if um, Chingon had any decision or part in, in my firing. Uh, I, I don't really want to know the answer to that question because uh, I, I, I like to think of people. Like, and I, well, number one, I forgot about the situation. I, I still kind of have a little resentment. But number two is with certain people like Chingon, I don't really care like that much. But I have a feeling I know who kind of conspired to get me fired. If that makes sense. Right. Didn't mean to rhyme right. there, but I kind of have a feeling, though. No, it, it was true. definitely Cherokee. It was definitely Cherokee. He definitely set me up. And I fully believe that. Uh, that his golden boy set me up to get fired. Um, you know, because, again, the, the thing is, the issue I think a lot of people have with it, and the reason this brand is not going to survive at all, in my opinion, and the reason they're ruining and tarnishing everything that you've worked for, 
you know, you patented the brand. You know, yeah, you can get it legally signed. An eFed brand. First of all, I, I he said that he got the brand patented, right? So nobody else could take it by lawyers and legal officials. Dog, it's a game. How do you get a brand patented? Yeah. In a video game. Like what? Sometimes people take it too far with the game thing. You know, like talking about copyrights and. I get the, I get Yeah, dude, he went legal. For your entrances and shit. But at the end of the day, are you really that mad that I'm taking your music to promote a video game? You get what I'm saying? Because I'm doing a show and I'm promoting your music at the same time. So whoever's watching my show is listening to your songs. Why are you mad about copyrights? You know what I'm saying? We're not even exactly. making any money out of this. Dude, the board was scumbag. So I had texted him and I went, he texted, I texted him back after I got out of work. And I was like, dude, are you serious? Like, I'm just leaving work now. And now you're telling me I'm fired for something I didn't even do. You're trying to screw me out of this and that. And they're like, he's like, well, my team has made a decision and I stand by my team. I'm like, no, your team is wrong. I'm sorry. But like, you can't just go back and make rules and go back. Like, you're literally shitting on all of your fucking hard work as a, as a promoter everything you had built up to this point as far as getting the brands being this badass renegade show it's gone you, you blew it up in smoke and your little committee your little committee there blew it all up in smoke too because you guys are a bunch of dudes that take the games too seriously like why did you need it patented <laughs> why did you need to put a patent on the game dude Nobody's going to steal your brand, dude. It's a game, right? I have uh, my show, BCW. People want to use the show, fine. I had one incident uh, with somebody on this on this platform who stole my ideas, stole my original characters, stole everything from me, stole the brand. And I was like, nah, you can't just use the same three letters I do, copy my brand, copy my work, and just say it's yours. Right? Okay. That's like somebody else writing a book, or like it's you making a movie and you and you didn't do any work in the movie, but you just sign your name and take it on the ending credits. Yeah, man, it's that's it's not right. Credit for the whole thing, and it's nothing to do with you. At the end of the day, you think. Exactly. Yeah. ECW man, Jay's promotion I think is a brand he's going to take off on because Jay is a hardworking, dedicated person who keeps up on a schedule. Like for me, from a promoter standpoint, dude, that is a fucking tough job is to, um, you know, I've done it, man. And to be having a schedule to keep promoting and promoting and promoting uh, your brand, keep doing this, doing that. Hey, we need you. Like I was like being asked to for, hey, we need you for this brand. Hey, I need you to work tonight. Hey, I need you to do this. Hey, I need you to promote this. Okay, what's your guy? And like two is frustrating is not having people answer. Hey, I need your brand. Hey, we need you for this match. Hey, I need you to build for this story. Hey, I need you to show up for this thing. I got this big thing planned for you. I need you showing up. Like, you remember uh, Ethan Mercedes? Yeah. And uh, the brand, I don't know if you remember him, but uh, I have this big angle with him where we pitched it in my brand, but I'm like, I need you to fucking show up and like promote the shit out of this because this is what we're doing. Like, I'm pretty much, it was me. I said, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be your manager. I said, but I'm going to get you to a mid-card title. 
I said, once I get you to that mid-card title, I said, I'm going to have you go on this badass run. I'm going to have you drop the belt eventually. And then you go after the world title. And then you kind of turn on me. You go heel. And then say, you don't need me anymore. Whatever. I got you. To, and then I'll go, well, I got you to this point. I got you this far. I was the one who got you all your opportunities. That kind of that, thing. That was a, that's another you thing, too, to rebound off that. Um, how do you feel about knowing that you can make your own storylines here with whoever you choose? Like, if that person wants to work with you, then let's work, and you can build a storyline like that, and nobody's going to tell you, nah, that storyline's way, like, don't do that. Because the old Amazing. brands, the yeah. old brands that we don't want to mention, they do stuff like that. They tell you that the storyline doesn't work, that they don't want to use that. I think that just shows how kind of uncreative that they are, and I think that, that shows the creativity between brands, and it shows that the other promoter was way different from the style that ADOT runs his promotion. You know, I've seen a lot of differences. I've seen people be happier here. They have more freedom to be able to... ADOT basically says to you, here's a blank canvas. Create. You know what I mean? And I, I like that that aspect because it allows you to do what you want to do. Yeah. And you know, the, I, the I don't have to worry too, about hurting someone. The thing is too, that a lot of you guys haven't noticed yet, unless you guys seen old shows, we do videos, man. Like we have video segments and stuff where you're where you're out there doing your thing. Yeah, man, and it's it's you, you know it's freaking awesome. Like you know, it's like it's the bro, it's it's different over here. That's just what like I'm not hating on anybody else's e-pads. So when I tell you guys, you know, when I'm out there recruiting. I'm not telling you guys, yo, fuck your shit. Fuck that shit over there that you're in. Come over here, this is the best brand. I'm not doing that. I'm over here showing love to your brand or whatever brand you're associated with. I just need you to show me love of mine. And I would like, I seen what you could do, so I would like you to join my my, my brand too. That's how I looked at it. 100%. You know like, yeah, and I remember when I was selling the other brand, you had approached me and said, oh, well, I want you to work for this brand. This brand's different. I think it's going to get yes, taken sir. off. And I think the first time, I, I, I don't remember what I said, but I think it was something along the lines of, eh, I don't really think that project's going to work for me right now. Like, I have something else yeah, going on here in the other time, brand right? that I really want to pursue. And I don't know if I'll have time to make the shows and the bookings. So I said no. But now and then I got fired, and I was like, I kind of hit you up and was like, that, is that all for still on the table? Because I'll take it. Yeah, man, I'm... I'm... I was like, man, come to, come on down, bro. You know how it goes, man. Like, it's always love. It's like, I just want to make this brand, like, because I believe in this brand. You get what I'm saying? I have nothing to do with being an owner of this brand or anything. I'm just... Right. It's just something believe you believe in, in yeah. and it's a project that it's, you believe it's in. one of my closest friends from, you know, back in the days, and he's doing this for a reason. He's doing it for a cause. He's not doing it for his selfishness and to like make money out of it or whatever, you know? He's trying to do, have some fun for his daughter and his daughter enjoys this shit. His daughter was the one who thought about it. Like, hey, uh, why don't you do these things that everybody's been doing on Twitch and on YouTube? And he's like, what's that? And she was like, we both like wrestling. She says to him, and let's do it. And look, GW, where it's at now has a developmental GKW hungry superstars such as yourself and others you know I think too I just want to say big shout out to his daughter because if you know his daughter wasn't 
shout out to her because if it wasn't for her, then this is none of this would have happened. I wouldn't be we here wouldn't right be now. This conversation. I don't, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, we'd still be friends because we know each other behind right. the scenes, and I've gotten the opportunity to know a few of you guys from that other right. promotion behind the scenes. Um, these are some of the realest people you'll find. Some of the realest wrestlers you'll find. These are some of the toughest dudes you'll find. Like we only recruit around here the best of the best. Like that's what we want here. We want you dedicated. We want you to commit it to our brand, our promotion. And it too, it shows that, like the young kids that watch this as well. And like we're adults, right? We're grown people. Like I'm in my twenties. You're, you know, you're an yeah, adult as well. But it shows the young, it shows the young kids too. Like pretty much like you can put your heart and soul into something and watch it manifest. Like that's what this brand shows, even though that it's not real. Like we work it's our real to us. Yeah, it's real to us. We we work our asses off because like you said, we do it to entertain the viewers, which most most of them are like mainly the kids that watch this. And that's why we keep the you know, like the energy for them. Like, you know, when I do my promos and when I do all the shit talking and all that, I do it basically thinking about them, like, oh shit, I wanna see what he does next week or what he does like in two days and shit because there's always a show on like every two days so it's also knowing what the young the youth like, I'm making myself YouTube, sound okay it's the YouTubers, it's also they, make, make the YouTube cool. kids man everybody who watches YouTube they're mainly kids man all these kids they're addicted to YouTube brother it's all about knowing what the kids want and knowing what right. the kids will be into man right if they see this, this you know, like, for example, me and Demon X, because I think this is a good example here, uh, you know, this young, brash fighter coming up and fighting this big, scary demon, right? People are going to enjoy that. People are going to pop for that. Oh, yeah. Like, kids are going to kids are gonna pop for that because they're going to go and look at Demon X and go, wow, that's a badass demon character. But I don't know, this big guy, Big B, this six foot two, 250-pound dude, like... He's a real like workhorse. Like he's serious about this. Like, yeah. he's big, man. It makes it exciting. Uh, I wait. Like, do we have any young kids in our like? Pro- like, do these young kids flock to our uh, roster chats? Because I think, I think honestly, it would be cool for them to see the kind of the behind yeah. the scenes and like what goes into making this happen. It's not a, this, this, from like us as the talent. Kids in there, man, they all watch this shit. They they're on the Discord, but they don't they don't really um. We have them on like uh, you could do some shit with the server where you, where they can't comment. You get what I'm saying? Like they can't get into like real like real deep with it. They're little bit. Oh yeah, like it's just yeah, for the talent kind of. Yeah, they're looking then from like a fan perspective. Like, oh look what he said. You know, like you know how they have servers that are private. You can make your servers private yeah. for certain people. You get what I mean? Like you can't comment to that channel or that server. Well, let me ask you a question on that on that front. Is there any of the GK like this is going from GKW because obviously GEW everybody has their favorites, but is there anybody from the GKW Ross that these kids have their eyes on and going, wow, possibly? I mean, like, these are the next big main event, or you know possibly. what I mean? Possibly. I mean, you know, uh, you have James Bombshow. Shout out to James Bombshow, which is um, RJ's, RJ's kid. kid yeah, he's I love this man, and he's part of this shit too. He's in GKW. He's a GKW champion. Who else? We have uh, Shakespeare, DJ Shakespeare's kids, the Brothers Grimm. They were in GK. They just got called up, but they were in GKW for a while. 
they watch the GKW shows, watching Zay go crazy with it. Um, a couple other ones, man. I just I can't think of them at the top, but it's a couple kids out there, man. Seven Eight Seven is another kid. He's in the original show though, but he watches GKW and will go at it with you know some of you guys too mentally. Right, and, and I think the only thing is with Seven Eight Seven is he knows kind of like this is for fun like and so i think with with certain kids i think why the kids shouldn't be a part of this i always had a take on this is kids shouldn't be a part of of the company and just be observers because there are some people like me who like to be i started as an observer and then i kind of you know this is cool let me try out this and i made a character of my own and i kind of did my own things and you know a message to all the young kids and that, that watch our stuff is again we're all adults like we 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 know what we're doing at the end of the day like don't come into these chats and think you're just gonna cut a promo on one of us and know that (laughs) think that it's gonna stick man like what we do is we keep it strictly professional you know we've watched people before us do this so we've had our mentors we've had our training like we've watched people uh, we watched the older generation. Like I watched the generation before me do this, and I used, and I was an admirer of it. So like, I know what to say and what not because I learned from the best of the best. That's correct. Pretty much study, know your craft. Like y'all want to get into this, but to be honest, like I don't think these certain these kids are are ready to be a part of it. And like there's certain ones like uh, RJ's kid who's perfectly capable of being a part of this stuff. But like I'm talking about the outside kids. Like the kids that just click on our channel and go, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. These guys are wrestlers. You know, they're, this is a cool brand. Like, I'm going to subscribe. Absolutely. And then they're going to be like, oh, well, I want, like, I want to know more about this brand. Like, I want to be more involved. Like, no, you can't be more involved because yeah, we, we too hard set it to, hard, yeah. yeah. You need to get training. Like, you need to get taught and, like, a lot of us could teach you, dude. Like, I've been in this game. I've trained a lot of kids and a lot of, like... Oh, that sounds wrong. But, like, a lot of... A lot of young wrestlers to be, you know, to be the promo artists that they are today and to be able to uh, um, articulate themselves. And I'm still teaching people in the roster chat, you know, how to cut a promo and, and telling them, like, yo, we need to do this. Like, we need to do it big. We need to do it right. Like, I'm constantly still as a wrestler and me doing this and I'm learning from my own mistakes and learning from six years of me doing this wrestling stuff. I'm still learning, you know, six years into the business and me being a, I wouldn't call myself a grizzled vet, but I'd call myself like uh, sort of like getting into that veteran stage in my career. Right. Like I've, I've been in this game for a long time. I know what needs to happen. And I know I can, I like, I can coach you at the end of the day and I can coach these young kids on promo skills and stuff like that and being a wrestler but at the end of the day you won't know how hard it is until you get in the ring and you step in the ring and step in between those ropes and you wrestle and you have your very first match and your very first fight for the first time like yeah man that's that's i'm telling you man it's gonna get crazy because like i i can't wait for you guys to like get called up ready you get what i'm saying that's what i'm gonna say because i have so much ideas and I like you guys so much that I think that it will work. You get what I'm saying? No, for sure, bro. Like, it will work. Because you guys, you guys are good. You know what I mean? Like, not only on the mic, but 
you guys are good in the ring as well. So shout out to you guys. I was always good at promo. Like, dude, it was years of just practicing lines and just yeah. like it would be me saying lines to myself in the mirror and, and hearing if they sounded good. It started from there and being like, oh no, I mean, this doesn't sound good. This doesn't stick right. At the end, you know, this doesn't cut deep. And then I watched, like, I'm a pro wrestling fan first, man, and then I'm a wrestler next. Yeah. So I, I watch from the best of the best on television. Like, And that's a message to these young kids, too, is start by watching pro wrestling. Start by watching the wrestlers of today and start by watching how they talk. Start by watching how they wrestle, how they move in the ring, how they work out, how they stay in shape to do. Like, hone in on the little things, I would say. Watch TV first. Watch wrestling on television first. So you kind of get to know a little bit more about the characters and how they do things. Then watch a match, watch Monday Night Raw, watch Friday Night SmackDown, watch AEW Dynamite. Because if you're an up and coming wrestler or want to do this and want to be a part of our crew, man, you totally can. Again, you just got to you gotta study your craft. You got to learn. You got to educate yourself on the pro wrestling business. We have all educated ourselves in the EFED space and we've educated ourselves in professional Correct. wrestling. That's why we're at the point that we're at. That's why we're all here. Because... Again, that's why we perform because we're educated on our sport. You gotta master your craft. Right? That's pretty much how it works. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you can't master it in a day. You can't be good at cutting a promo in a Discord chat in a day. You can't. It takes years to get to that level. You're right. It takes these time points. after time after time. Yeah. Failed promo after failed promo. And you know, there are certain things where I've had the boys tell me in private in the chats, in the roster chats, and in private. Yo, that shit was really just fucking awful. It was atrocious. <laughs> it was bad. It wasn't good. Like, take that down, right? <laughs> yeah, like take that down. Or hey, we need you know you need to you can better word it in this way. But also too is getting into character too. It's not all about sometimes what you say. It's not all about how you say things. Sometimes it's, it's what you it's say not, that. It's not how you say it. it. I mean, it's not what you say. It's how you say it. You know what I mean? Like, I get right. what you're saying. Like WWE, get, and don't get don't get real in promos because WWE gets real. But again, it's strictly for entertainment, right? With the whole Samoa Joe promos in, in WWE, which a lot of his shit crossed the line. Um, that we knew it was strictly for entertainment. Yeah, because he, the he was the original Nation of Violence and all that shit, you know. So, shout out to Samoa Joe. Yeah, but again, know your craft, study, pick out wrestlers that you like on TV, watch what they do, watch how they act, watch how they train, watch how they perform, study little things. Then, if you want to become a promoter, watch, go to, I, I wouldn't say watching on TV is the best thing. Go to a live wrestling event, any live wrestling event, whether it's an indie event, a WWE event, AEW, Ring of Honor, and just watch the moving parts and watch how they move. And I always looked at this as, as a kid, I didn't realize it, but now as an adult, going to wrestling shows, like, there, it takes a lot of work. In, in, in real life wrestling and in the EFET scene, it takes a lot of work to put these shows on. Like, these are not just thrown together shows. Like, these are real, legit. Like, it takes a lot of work from production to lighting to camera to action to commentary to making sure you know your lines on commentary. Like, Y'all notice on commentary, the commentators literally have the script right in front of them of what they're supposed to say. Unless you're good old JR. Yeah. And even in WWE, like I know WWE, like you always see 
papers on the table, on the commentator table, when they pan the camera on the commentary booth, that's them reading from their script. <laughs> it's literally them. Amen. Like, they literally have the name Scott. Okay, this is what Scott's supposed to say. Like, I don't know. Just, again, know the business. You, you can even ask us questions. Like, if you want to ask a question or you want to be trained by one of us, ask us questions. You know, because we, we know about this shit. Ask us questions. Ask us questions about the business. Ask us how you can get into GEW. What it takes. What it takes to get to the level that we're at. That's correct. Ask us. Like we're again, we're not afraid to to um, answer any questions you guys got because again, we're here to. And if you also too have a constructive criticism, find one of us in the roster chat. There's like what thirty of us, forty of us, or is there more than that? We're we're currently at seventy six. I want to say something like that. Active. Okay. So there's seventy six of us in the in the roster chat. Ask one of us a question. Like, you can ask, like, okay, how did your character come to this? Or, you know, we're all about, again, getting people involved. But we want people to know the product. And we want people to understand that, at the end of the day, right, this is EFED. This is Twitch. This is for fun. But we take this seriously because we want to put on a good product. We, like, there's no, there's not a... I that any better. Yeah. Just know your stuff. There's a reason we got 100,000 views. There's a reason we have guys in GKW that are stepping it up, and I think GKW legitimately can be the next brand, can be the next big top global brand. I want to see. I firmly I think that in my heart of hearts. I want to see a pay per view GKW versus GW. I would love to see that. That would be sick. A good like Survivor Series like style brand yeah. war, good old fashioned WWE versus WCW. Right. But, yeah, but no, ask ask us questions. Like all of us are, you know, we're adults, but we're open to questions. I'm always definitely ready to answer any questions. Just when you hit us in our DMs, just make sure you keep it. I don't know how to say this, but I, I don't know. I can't stress this enough. But keep it wrestling. Do not go off and go on weird tangents or like I don't just know, just game, trying to think we're you know your friend at the end of the day. Like we're trying to be more of mentors. I like than friends because again you all young kids like we're just trying to again have fun but teach you the ropes as well like we had mentors and and uh, other people in this space teach us the ropes and that's how we got to where we are today is we put in the time we put in the effort we put in the work and we studied our craft and we became educated so that's all i gotta say on that definitely yeah man so um you got any you got any questions that you want to ask me before we call it a night? Um, alright. So, how many questions do I get? Like five, right? Yeah, like two, five questions, be like. Alright, so, as a whole, as a brand, where do you, where do you picture us in the next, next maybe, let's say, five to ten years like where do you picture gew and gkw i I, where where do you where do you if if they keep doing it the way they're doing it and it gets better and like uh, we get a lot of more like subscribers and i think there's a potential if you want to say like 10 years that's a potential shot of maybe a game being constructed by us 
type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, what are our ideas and how we want the game to be? And we'll have all our legit characters. So, like, say we do have, by that time, we'll have probably, like, shitload of members like us, like me and you, you know, participants. Imagine something right. like that where we have a fucking roster with, like, hundreds of people that are legitimate people like us that just talk shit to each other on Discord. Doing a video game about yeah. us? Dude, that'd be the GEW official right. video. Global Productions. That would be crazy. Alright. Uh, my next question, I guess, is do you think that there's any of these, like, young kids that could one day make it to the level that we're at? Or do you think they should just stay fans and I guess enjoy and be a part of the product in that way. I think they can, they can make it like us. They just gotta like you know do what they do, do, do what we do, but like you know keep it the way we do it. Like you know don't do it, don't do it to be a tough guy or anything like that. To like be a bully, like do it to have fun because we're doing it to have fun. We're not doing it to be bullies and shit. I don't try to bully people when I talk shit about them. So right, and we also all know each other behind the scenes, yeah, yeah. so it's. I'm gonna I know Demon X, I know Jay, I know Dimebag, I know uh Chingon behind the scenes, A Dot a little bit. Like I'm slowly getting to know everybody behind the scenes and I've only been here for what? A couple of weeks. Right. I've only had I think three matches. So like learn from me and like I'm showing you what you should do and what you shouldn't do. So like if you want like a young rookie to learn from, I guess learn from me. <laughs> um and guys like Demon X and guys like Jay and guys like Shingon, like, and if you want to learn even from the top of the top, go Dimebag, go RJ Bombshell, go learn from uh, Sergeant General as well. Correct. Just keep learning, keep studying, and maybe one day you could end up like in our chat and get to even fight one of us, which would be pretty cool. Um, all right, is there anybody you have your eye on right now? And if so, who's your number one? kind of like or who's your top five kind of guys right now to have a match with GKW or GW um either or you know what we'll go ten we'll give you five GEW guys and five GKW guys um well GW is basically I've done for the majority of them but I would like to see me in Hopkins um me in I want to take a crack at the general again um, also hmm, it's tough because I don't really I'll take another shot at Zay I'll definitely want to fight Tolos the world heavyweight champ and one more right alright The G GKW, you know, I'm gonna put you first. I wanna say Demon King, I would like to fight him also. There we go. Um Jay North, he looks tough. I already fought Chingon before, but I'll fight him again. You know, uh but mainly like there's people in GKW like that we're not even mentioning that are really like tough motherfuckers too. Like shout out to Emacs, uh Mark Thunderstone. Um, you know, a couple guys like that. I just can't 
can't really name them all right now. Just, uh. I think it's too with us as we, you know, we a year ago we're in a few. Now a year later, it's kind of circling back. We have such a good story so going. I'm the King of New York champion as well. You want that title, so then it's kind of like you wanted that title for so long, kind of never had your shot. Really so now it's everything full circle. Plus now we have Demon X on top of that as well in the story. So it's like, dude, like you couldn't ask for a better story. Like there's, it's like the bloodline and then Zayn and Owens. Like there's so many pieces. There were so many pieces involved in that story, which made it great. And that story, man, there's so many pieces involved because now you got you, you got Chingon. Now you got uh, Demon X. Uh, Demon X and I are the main story. Then you got uh, Dimebag. Then you got Jay. Then you got uh, uh, Chingon as well. So, like, there's all these different people that are making the story so great because there's so many layers, so many elements, so many, like, I don't want to say you guys are side quests, but, like, there's so many, like, things for us to to keep going and and do and, and make this story great. And that's what makes it special. Yeah, man. 100%. What did I ask? Like three questions, I think? You, you got two in. Uh, Alright. If there's one belt in, in GW or GKW that you want right now, there's one title you're going for. You can't challenge for the belt, but there's one. What is it and why? Oh, I would like to go for the GKW World Championship. And also the GW World Championship because I definitely always want the GW Championship. And I would like to unify them, make them shits like I'm the king of the brand in general. Because it's the same umbrella. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I would do that. And, ooh, let's, let's see. Demon X, should I let you ask a question? Demon X, Selena. Yeah, Demon X, Phantom. Yeah, you there. Oh, Jason, too? Alright, do y'all want to ask a question? Because I, I can't think of it. I'm like out of questions. I'm out of ideas right now because it's like 2.49 in the morning. Yeah, I'm literally going to probably go to sleep. I mean, this. No. Um... Uh, let me know if y'all got any questions before. I'll stay on for like five more minutes. Ten maybe, and then we'll end it. I gotta get to sleep. Yeah. You know what I think will make history, though, for the, G- the GKW title? Whether it's GKW or the King of New York belt. What do you think about it like this? Like, we, we always talk about in GKW doing something that's never been done before. What about a GKW King of New York War Games match? Ooh. Where whoever pins the King of New York champion gets a shot at the King of New York title. Like, that person, like, let's say you're the King of New York champion. I pin you, right? I'm automatically the number one contender. Or how about how about something how about something like if uh, 
since you won the King of New York Championship in his fight club, how about bringing that belt into GW or GKW or whoever has it? You know what I mean? That sounds good to me. I mean, we had Sergeant General, who shout out to him, was a great, great champion. He was a warrior, man. He was tough to fight. I said it before. I, I felt myself getting knocked around that ring. Still, you get whooped in it. Hope was slipping from my fingers, man. Like, I felt like that title wasn't going to be mine, man. But then I tapped into that reserve, and I just kept fighting and kept fighting and kept fighting, and the title was eventually mine. And it's so crazy to think about. Like, I've been the champ for, what, two days? And I still haven't processed that yet. And I also want to say, and I've been asked this question a couple times, of why am I not on Fight Club? The reason I am not going to Fight Club this week is I want to kind of scout up talent that I kind of want to observe a little bit, right? I've been on Fight Club for two yeah. weeks. I kind of want to, I don't know. I just feel like I should observe this week, kind of see, and again, Dimebag and even X-Men, that match, I got to have my eye on because winner of that gets me, so. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're coming. One of us is coming for you. So. I welcome the challenge. At the end of the day, man, it's like, I know too. I got a, I got a simple, simple one for you. There you go. Uh, what's next for Big B? Ooh. Considering, yeah, considering that you're, you just need at least three matches in GKW to prove that you're, you're ready for the big dogs up here in GKW. What's next for you? See, that's hard because I, I would like to think that I'm ready now, but at the same time, I want to be grounded and I want to stay humble because I, I think that I am going to be eventually, I, I don't think I'm on the level yet of RJ Bombshell. I think I bring a very different fight than he does, um, you know, but I, I think for what's next for me, man, it's just right now I'm focused on that King of New York championship. I'm focused on doing things different than it ever was before, making the belt great. Um, because the way for what's next, what I always think of is how can I do this differently? How can I make this different than the previous holder that will help this title? Right? Sergeant General was the last champion. The things like I've been partying and stuff and celebrating. So the thing I've been thinking of, man, and I'll be back in camp uh, two days for my camp against Manny Mags, against Chingon. Um, Pretty much what's next for me is to, to, to fight the best of the best, fight the top talent. Uh, and eventually, you know, I think with a couple more wins under my belt, I think GEW will be as good as mine, the call-up. Like, I'll be there wrestling with you. We'll get to have matches every week. Um, you know, I think what's next for me is revolutionizing this belt and making this belt the belt. So that way I can get in the conversation for a world title shot or an intercontinental title shot or... You know, I want to be in those conversations. How do you get in these conversations? By proving right now with other titles like the King of New York title and making that the most prestigious, the most revolutionary, the most badass, the most hardcore championship that can be made in this company. And then revolutionizing and bouncing off and then going, let's say, I want to get to the main event level, obviously. Right now, I'm sort of at that like mid part, but I've proven I can be at main event kind of level. Nice. So I think what's next for me is really just, again, uh, I'm focused on this title. I'm focused on making this revolutionary and badass and something that these kids can watch uh, um, with their 100,000 subscribers on GEW can watch 
100,000 viewers and these young kids can watch and be like, damn, well, this kid kept losing matches and now he's with the title. He's revolutionizing that belt and he's doing things. Like, and that's why I welcome challenges and I welcome all comers to my belt because I want to beat y'all one by one because I want to prove. Like, I, in my mind, I can sit here and say I got nothing to prove. I can sit here and give you a promo. I can sit here and give you the same old shtick that Big B would say right off the bat because he just doesn't care. Right? He doesn't care about who his opponent is. He'll rip him apart piece by piece. I, I can give you that whole spiel. But I'm passionate about this title. I wanted this title. Um, I guess it was kind of a weird turn of events. Like, I think I knew the day before, the sat- I think I knew Saturday afternoon that it was going to be a title match. Like, be- like, before that, I didn't even know I was challenged. I was running for the King of New York belt. And now it's... Now it's yours. Now it's mine. You know what I mean? And I'm looking to... I don't know, Demon X, the same cap. But <laughs> just remember, Demon X, a little message to you, buddy. Just remember... Who said no to fighting me when I didn't have a belt, and now who's all of a sudden saying yes now that I have a championship? So up yours. Thanks. I appreciate you having me on the show, by the way. This was a uh, great experience. It's a pleasure, brother. It's always, an, it's always an honor to have you, especially new talent that I know you behind the scenes, like I said before, and I know you from other events, so. I know what you're about, so I'm glad that you're here in GEW. I'm glad that you're on my show, this and that. And uh, like I said, man, I can't wait for you and the others, some of the others, because we uh, got some shit ready for you guys. You know what I mean? Like some good. Thank you, man. Oh, also, I wanted to say one more thing and one more idea that I had in my brain. Um. What if we what if we put up a poll for like I guess on either Facebook like or Discord of you like y'all taking up a poll and being like okay who's your favorite GKW superstar I'm putting up like my name Demon King's name Jay's name and a few others and seeing I I kind of would be curious to see who people would pick out of the G out of the current GKW guys we got a lot of new guys like myself like Jay North like Demon King. Um, like I'm curious to hear who the young people, like the, the kids would pick, and like who the younger audience would pick, and the people that don't do this and not a part of our roster chat. Like so, I think I think in, in, in general, in the grand scheme of things, we should set a poll up and see who the younger audience's favorite and who the audience's favorite GKW guy is. Because I think it'd be I'd be curious to see those results. That's, that's a good point. Let's see what we can do. Like we'll put it up on like YouTube or what can we do? Like YouTube, Discord. Uh, we could put it on Discord and I'll put it on the Facebook too. If you're on the Facebook group, you know, I'll put it up there too. All right, I'm on the Discord one, so I'll see it there. For sure. Yeah, because I'm curious, and also to the younger audience and to the kids out there, vote in the poll. I'm actually curious what you guys have to think, what you guys have to say, and also if you want to comment on one of us, hit us, hit our direct messages. I know you can't comment in the actual chat because it's going to have you restricted. They can like it, but they can't uh, yeah, they can't comment on it. So I would say hit hit one of us up in the DMs and like, if y'all like a certain thing about us, like I'll say, like if I have a fan, I'll say thank you. I appreciate it. And if you want to tell me something like maybe what I can do better, 
and what can I do to be more entertaining? I'll take constructive criticism from the audience because it, it helps me get better. It helps me to know like what I can do right and what I'm doing wrong and how to fix it. So, that's all I got to say on that. Nice. Just let me know when you put the poll up. Yeah, I'll put it up. Probably, I'll put it up probably tomorrow. be tomorrow. Yeah, I'll put it up tomorrow. Make that happen. All right, take care. It's been a pleasure. I got to go get some rest because it's like 3 a.m. already. Sure, man. Thank you again for coming on the show. This is another no episode problem, of This and That, Mr. 357. I'm over here with Big B. Max. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. The Nightmare and the King of New York champ going to be coming at you. Y'all can catch me on GKW. Y'all can catch me on Fight Club. I'll be there. You'll catch me in the YouTube chat. And if any of y'all, the younger viewers, anybody in the audience ever want to hit me up, hit me up on Discord. Let me know, hey, you're a fan of me. Hey, what can I do better? I can take constructive criticism. Or you just like my work and enjoy it. Uh, I appreciate all y'all out there. Appreciate uh, ADOT for giving me this opportunity to be a part of his company because he didn't have to let me in. Appreciate Dimebag for uh, recruiting me and letting me in. Thanks. And uh, appreciate his daughter as well because without his daughter, there would be no GKW, there would be no us, and there would be no inception of this great brand, and there would be no 100K views to be proud of. Correct. And there would be no first ever pay per view, which allows us to be an historic brand because the pay per view allowed us to be ourselves. And it allowed us to. And too, if you want to see the real behind the scenes us and see how we really are behind the scenes, uh, not in character, go check out that Discord chat. Yes, sir. And also remember, tune in Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, June 16th, GW Baptized in Blood pay-per-view. Where Dimebag is headlining. You already know. All right, brother. So, uh, again, it's been an honor. Thank you for coming. Thank and, you for uh, having me. We could run this back again some other time. Maybe another different occasion. We could talk about better things that happen between now and then. Get what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm, I'm down for it. I'm always game. Thank you for having me. Always, brother. Take care, y'all, and peace. Peace.